What? 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 About. 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 What? 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 Hello, <laughs> and welcome to, to What It's, it's About, about. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast full of poorly researched and strongly held opinions with your hosts, Kyle and Claire. <laughs> that was cute. Uh, we, we haven't recorded an episode <laughs> in a few weeks. <laughs> I've missed it. I've missed it too, Claire. How are you lately? I'm good, busy, tired, happy, you know, the usual. What about you? Living the dream. I'm very intrigued about this week's topic. So let's whip through the five facts, shall we? Bum, ba, da, da. Um, you want to go first? How many times a day does lightning strike? Around the world? Globally. 54 million... 362,003. You're not actually that far off. <laughs> eight, about 8.6 million times a day. Okay. That's pretty impressive, isn't I was, it? I was a bit high. Yeah. But, you know, if you'd been like 304, it would have been worse. Well, no, that must be more than that. Um, how could they possibly measure such a thing? Um, satellites? I've got no clue. I'm guessing. Okay. Speaking of lightning, um, did you know that the first voice for iPhone's Siri voice um, was recorded by a woman who did not know that she was going to become the voice of Siri? <laughs> what? <laughs> she, it's, it's true. This woman was hired for a voiceover job. She was like a voice actor and she yeah. was hired for a voiceover job and she... Uh, she basically got this job that was like reading these random sentences and mm. random words. And it was a very long recording, but it was all this stuff. And she had no idea what it was for. And she had no context for anything. Mm -hmm. And then when, when Siri was launched, they didn't contact her or anything. And then when Siri was launched, it was just her voice and she didn't have an iPhone and people kept, like, her friends kept telling her, like, hey, this Siri voice sounds exactly like you. Um, and then she went back and pieced together the projects she had done and figured out that uh, it was actually her voice. Um, and after afterwards, it she, like, became... Uh, she became like a, I don't know what you want to call it, a minor celebrity, uh, you know, like she would do, she would do like joke voiceovers for people and like became like Twitter famous and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, but when it, when it was first came out, she had no idea that she was going to be Siri. I reckon that's one of your top facts ever. <laughs> that, I mean, I am just stunned and wowed. Um, yeah, you know, I would say probably 90% of my facts come from other podcasts that I listen to. Reasonable. Just recycle that intel. <laughs> and, um, I forget, uh, which podcast was I listening to? Um, but they had an interview with the woman and, and they, they, she told her the whole story. It was great. Um, can you guess where the wettest place on earth is? As in where it rains the most? Uh, <laughs> you you killed the joke right away. Uh, <laughs> yes, I got in there quick. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, where it rains the most? Uh, the Amazon. It's actually. I mean, how could you not know this, Kyle? It's actually Mawson Ram Meghalaya. What the fuck is that? It's in India. Okay. But it is the wettest place in the world, and uh, it's a tiny village, and it gets 11 meters of rain a year. Meters? They're measuring it in meters. Meters of rain a year. Can you imagine? Um, do you, I remember, I used to live in a city called Guilin in southern China, mm. and people would say that it rained like 200 days a year or something. <sighs> Um, because it, cause we had a very long rainy season there. Like basically the, the whole spring was, was just rain, 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 rain. Yeah. Um, it, was it like that sort of rain though, where, you know, like in Singapore or something in the wet season, it's like, it rains from two to three and then you can go about your life. No, it was not like oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it rained a lot and flooded a lot and, um, you know. <laughs> like how they're like it rains all the time but we're completely not prepared so there's perpetually a flood yeah like, <laughs> the rainy season surprises Shanghai and also me every year yeah yeah um, so Facebook releases these transparency reports mm-hmm. um, where they uh, they talk about like the most shared things on their platform and they they uh, give some other statistics and talk about its usage a lot yeah um, in uh, quarter one of 2021, uh, they killed their transparency report, um, which was brought into question when they were releasing subsequent transparency reports um, that was missing the data from Q1 2021. And it's because they were a bit reluctant to say what their number one most shared article was. Was it? coronavirus conspiracy it was it was basically an anti-vax article um it was about uh it was about a doctor who had gotten vaccinated and died shortly after um and there was there was literally nothing that like in reality there they there was no conclusive evidence that it led to his death or Mm. didn't lead to his death there they just the you know there i guess a lot of questions about it um, but yeah, this was the number one article shared on Facebook in, in Q1 2021. Oh it was viewed 54 million times. Oh my God. <laughs> so Facebook just elected to not, not, we'd, we'd like not to not be transparent that. for a bit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's how that works. <laughs> Um, but yeah, actually they, they did go back and, uh, release the report and then, uh, did were promptly no scolded about it. Did they just think no notice? <laughs> I don't know. Jesus. Okay. My last, uh, fact is also weather related. Mm. Um, it rained today, so mm. weather was on my mind. Um, do you know how much money hurricanes cost the U.S. every year? In like damages and stuff and I guess lost income and taxes mm. and wages and things. $200 million. $26 billion no, US dollars. No, really? $26 billion US dollars. Wait, let me actually double check. It was billion, not million. 20 or oh, $28 billion. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a, there's a, uh, there's a hurricane literally right now in my home state of Rhode Island. Um, my, my family is all like 
with or without power. I was just texting with them a couple hours ago. Uh, one so my annoying. one of one of them had their uh, like my sister had her power come back on a few hours ago. My parents have been out for more than a day. Oh, that's um, so awful. Well, so our friend here had you know when we had our last typhoon, which is the the eastern version of a hurricane. Um, her power is out all day. Do you remember? No, who was that? What's your um, we should probably edit that out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah her power is out all day. <laughs> um, cool. So that was five facts in five minutes. Let's get to the meat of the issue. Okay. Why are we here, Carl? Okay. So uh, today's topic is a little bit of a goofball topic. Um, and you know, it's one of these things where like you and I sit here and talk about like, what do we want to talk about in terms of like the cutting edge hot button issues? <laughs> like corn. You know, what's the, what's the talk <laughs> of the town these days? What's on everybody's mind? And you know, what's been on my mind a lot lately, Claire? Please tell me, Kyle. Glasses. Is it because I'm wearing them right now? Um, uh, that that was part of it. Hmm. Um, we both wear glasses. Actually, I wear contact lenses. Yeah, and um, that reminds me. I want to get the link. This is not re- <laughs> not this is not good listening. You've got better contact lenses than me, and I'd like the brand name, please. I have great contact lenses. Mm. Um, well, well, lately I've been playing with the dailies. This this is for sure to be the least interesting part of this. No, but I've I've been playing with uh, daily uh, daily lenses, so I change them every day. Yeah. Historically, I've had two week contact lenses that you sleep in. That's what I want. Yeah, everybody tells me they're terrible for you, and you shouldn't sleep in them, and you shouldn't use them. I literally been using them since I was like seventeen years old, and the you know has has just never been an issue for well, me. Because I was, I always thought that if you sleep in contact lenses, because contact lenses stop oxygen getting to your eye or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? Well, they do, but these these are like more breathable contacts. So they're designed for it. Yeah, they're a little bit thicker also. Some people don't like them because they're a little bit thicker, but I, I feel more comfortable with the thickness, actually. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> um, I want to get on that bandwagon, so uh, I'd like the brand. How, how old were you when you started wearing glasses? Uh, like 15. Okay, and are your eyes a lot worse now than they were then? Yes. Do they get not worse dr- all the time? Not drastically worse, but they've got slowly worse over the last 10 years. What's your uh, What's your current prescription? Minus two point five or oh, minus two point two five? Oh, so is mine. Oh, snapsies. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that bad, but like yeah. I would not drive without contact lenses in. I literally can't. It's ill. Yeah, it's I think it's illegal. It's on my license. But if it was like zombie apocalypse and I've lost my glasses and the only way out is driving, I would definitely drive and be fine. Um, are you, uh, are you attracted to men with glasses? Yeah. Yeah? I fancy a man in glasses. <laughs> I mean, look at you. Cool. Do, is <laughs> no, it, but uh... seriously, I think it's that kind of Superman thing, you know? Uh-huh. Do you, um... Uh, do you ever do the thing if you're if you're looking to uh, engage somebody? Do you ever like take your glasses off slowly and shake your hair out? Absolutely never. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
That is weird. Um, okay, so uh, today's uh, today's topic is <laughs> on is question. on. <laughs> do you ever do that? I had I had no follow up answer to that. <laughs> to is that how you seduce the ladies? <laughs> um, no, I I uh, never wear glasses in public. <laughs> so. <laughs> Maybe in private. I don't know what you do. <laughs> um, no, today I want to talk about uh, hearing and eyesight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Um, uh, oh, we're already in. We're already in. You can't say no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do they? <laughs> um, no, but honestly, there's. Uh, I've, I've had uh, some thoughts recently and some curious things. I was also reading some things in the interwebs about glasses and such. Um, and you told me last time that we couldn't spend a whole topic talking about glasses. <laughs> so, so I decided to add hearing, of course, to make it, to make it far more exciting. Okay. All right. Um, so, uh, while we're on the topic of glasses, I was, I was, uh, no, fuck it. Let's go to hearing first. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, how old are you, Claire? Twenty-eight. Okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna play some sounds for you. Oh, uh, not just not too loud. I've got quite delicate ears. Oh. Do you know I always um, find like the cinema way too loud. It, it hurts my ears. Would you like me to give feedback on these sounds that you're playing me? Um, sure. Or just quietly listen. Uh, no, you can uh, you can give feedback. Um, so what I'm doing here. Is um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a um, I'm gonna play a pitch, mm -hmm. and it's gonna slowly go up in frequency. Is this where we find out I'm deaf? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Shall and, I like put my hand up when I can't hear it anymore, or put uh, my hand down? So, actually, I'll play I'll play a few different ones. Okay. Um, so first, I'm gonna play um, a sound that is eight thousand hertz. Um, which is like right in the middle of your hearing. Mm -hmm. um, and this should be easily heard by everyone with normal hearing. I'm a bit nervous. I think since they're just sine waves, there's no copyright, so I can actually play them. Yeah, uh, I'll perfect. put that in in post. Um, but here's a uh, 8,000 hertz test tone. Oh, my God, I can't hear anything. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ow, ow, ow. Okay, yeah, I can absolutely hear it. Okay, you can hear that. Uh, so that... <laughs> For a um, so here's one. I'll turn it down a bit. Uh, here's one at uh, 12,000 hertz. This um, should be uh, should be fine for most people. If you're over the age of 50, um, this should be hard for you to hear. Yep. Yep, you got it. It's a horrible noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a sine wave. Um, okay. Here's 15,000 hertz. This should be difficult for anyone over the age of 40. Yep. But, and, but it's quite quiet. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a much higher pitch sound. Mm. Um, and this last one is 17,400 hertz. Is supposedly a sound that only teenagers can hear. So usually people, once they've reached adulthood... Um, cannot hear this sound, I'm able to hear it, which I think is uh, a bit strange, but. Yeah, I can hear it. I actually think, I'm gonna go back and play the 15,000. That sounds higher. 
Yeah, I think I think what we're hearing is uh, some uh, some feedback at a different at a different range. Um, okay. Do you have so one higher than I've, that? I've got another one. Um, so this is uh, so this one will just will just sweep. It's like two minutes long though. I don't want to play the whole thing. Uh, so I'll play it from the bottom. So this so the human hearing range is from twenty hertz to twenty thousand hertz mm-hmm. in in theory. Um, I'm going to play the sound. Tell me when you start to hear it. Okay. You hear it. You heard it. Okay. You heard it around uh, 32, 33 hertz. Um, is that good or bad? Which is, it's it's fine. That's about where I heard it. Hmm. Um if I let it play just a little bit more, uh, then you'll well, I, you'll it hear was it like a very low yeah, rumble. Yeah, yeah, you'll hear it listening. much more clearly when we get up to around fifty. Yeah. yeah, like now I can really hear it. Yeah, so this is forty, and fifty is really like bass range, like a bass guitar. So like this is a normal normal hearing range. Um, I'm gonna skip way ahead to like a, th- yeah, let's say like. Uh, just over a thousand. Oops, that's not it. There you go. Tell me when you can't hear it anymore. Oh, that's horrid. <laughs> this is unpleasant. Oh, I started at the wrong place. Kyle! <laughs> <laughs> uh, where I really wanted to start it was around uh, 5,000. Just get over it. It'll be over soon. Mm-hmm. Oh. We're crossing 10,000 now. Yeah, that was about 13,500. Yeah, I can... Now it's gone, gone. totally, right? Yeah, yeah so... Uh, I could hear if it got it, but it kind of sounded like whoop, yeah I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it one more time just the very higher end um and mm-hmm. I, raise your hand again mm-hmm. no oh, yeah about there okay um yeah so that's around that was just at the top end of like 16,000 close mm. close to 17,000 um so that's that really you lose you lose that area of your hearing like when you enter adulthood isn't that crazy that like oh interesting thing um it relates to this you know how only teenagers can hear that really high pitch really horrible sound yes do you know about the things they've like they these are put in like shopping centers and outside shops in the uk oh no yeah they're to get re- to, to get teenagers to leave yeah to stop them what a fucking old man like i know let's get these kids like they, don't um, they go shopping there like what the they fuck? like band hoodies and used to play that really, really high-pitched sound. And I think the idea is you'd be like, Mom, no, I can't go to Tesco with you. It's horrible. It hurts my ears. And she'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I can't hear a thing. That is crazy. Yeah, um, I think they've stopped doing it now. But it was definitely a thing when I was a teenager. Um, I, I did hear that, um, that there were apps that had notifications that were in that frequency range so that people could like 
I don't know, because it's not like you could hear like somebody talking or something, but they would they would have like messaging apps with with their notification bell in that range so that their teachers couldn't hear the but notification of their phone, but they would know, that they, phone, they, they, would know that they got a message. <laughs> I mean, just put it on vibrate and put it in your pocket, mate. But all right, Wes. But yeah, so the uh, part of, I'm I'm glad that you and I are around the same because I've been subjected to a lot of uh, very loud. Yeah, you're a DJ. <laughs> like, how do you have hearing? Um, I I usually am pretty careful with my ears. Like, I I keep um, I I don't always wear earplugs in the club, which I should. I I would say I do a lot. Mm. more than most people um but not all the time and you know i um i do have a really nice set of earplugs that i can wear when i'm like going to festivals or something that's like mm-hmm. really loud um but i uh i i am careful so like when when i'm djing i will deliberately keep the sound on my headphones quite low yeah um you know i prefer i prefer monitors which is like a speaker in front of me rather rather than uh having headphones on really loud Mm. um but yeah i'm not perfect i did um so about a year ago i got a really bad ear infection oh gross and, um, I mean, it wasn't like pussy or anything. <laughs> it's just like my ear hurt a lot. Um, and it would like fuck with my equilibrium a bit. Oh, did you get all dizzy? Yeah, a bit. Um, and so like I went to the, I went to the hospital and they, um, they prescribed me something and. Did you just not take it? Well, literally. Okay. So here's what happened. I went, I went to, I went to the hospital, like the, the public hospital here in China, mm-hmm. um, and normal Chinese hospital. And I like, I told them about my ear infection. Um, and they basically gave me some pills that were like a vitamin B. Right. And they gave me some other medicine, which was like, uh, it wasn't Chinese medicine, but it wasn't like an antibiotic or something. It was yeah. it was something else, and um, I I was kind of like, hey, I've had this ear infection for several days now. It hurts a lot. Mm. It's really important that like I don't have any permanent damage permanent yeah. damage from this. Um, can we please do more tests, or is there anything else that you can do? Um, so they actually did like, they took photos of my inner ear, Hmm. um, and they gave me like a full on hearing test similar to what I just, uh, gave to you and like put every, put it on a, um, on like a chart for me. Hmm. And then I got home and my wife was like, what the fuck did they even just give you? Like, this is, this is garbage. You need to go to another doctor. (laughs) Um, and so I went to a Western doctor and he was like, yeah, this is nonsense. Don't, don't take any of this stuff. He was like, he was like, this is vitamin B. You can continue to take this if you like. Like, I was like vitamins are good. Thanks. I supplement vitamin B anyway. Um, so like. How, uh, how did they, how did they, what was the link between vitamin B and your ear? I don't know. Okay. I, I literally don't like, know. Like there wasn't one. <laughs> 
Um, anyway, uh, so the, the doctor did clear it up actually through a nasal spray, which totally blew my fucking mind. Um, because like I kept telling him that I wanted eardrops to relieve the pain. Yeah. And, um, it was like, you can't get there from here. Like the, <laughs> like the infection was, was inside and nothing, nothing you could do on the outside would relieve pressure or get rid of the infection or whatever. It was yeah. like inside. Um, so I had to do it via nasal spray. Jesus. Um, anyway, so I did all these hearing tests, um, and he told me that my high end was, uh, appropriate for someone of my age, mm-hmm. uh, which I took, uh, slightly offensively until, <laughs> until I realized that like of my age meant like over 20. Uh, <laughs> like I was offended and then I realized it was okay. Um, and, uh, but he said my, uh, my low level hearing was a bit, uh, was starting to fade a bit. Um, but the, the interesting thing about hearing is there's, there's nothing they can do to get it back. No, once it's gone, it's gone. Right? And it's like, it's like a muscle and the muscle gets worn out over time. And they, they have no, they have no ability to make the sound come back, to fix it, to relieve, you know, uh, there's just surprisingly little that they can do about it. So protect your hearing kids. Oh, yeah, I'm literally going to turn this down a second. <laughs> As we're doing it. Um, okay, in, another interesting hearing fact. Um, did you know that as women get older, their voices get more high-pitched, and as men get older, their voices get lower? But as women get older, they lose their lower end of hearing, and as men get older, they lose the higher end of hearing. Huh. So it literally means as you age, you know, get like over 50, you, you literally, you and your wife will become less able to hear each other. Okay, that's interesting. Why does the voice change? No idea. Think about an old lady voice. Like, that's what you do, right? <laughs> that's what you sound like anyway. Hey. Um, yeah, and an old man sounds like that, don't they? Just, those were, those were the most, like, quintessential British voices <laughs> that I've ever heard you make in my entire life. <laughs> Is that what your mom and dad sound like? No, that's what my granny, <laughs> granny and grandpa sound like. <laughs> Roger! Give me a glass of water. <laughs> All right, Abby. Calm down. <laughs> Oh, wonderful. Mm. Um, so, uh, you know, a lot of people, um, a lot of people have, uh, a similar experience with sight and hearing where it it gets lost over time. Mm. Um, but there's considerably more that we can do for, for people who are losing their eyesight. Um, namely like wearing glasses or contact lenses or what do they call the surgery? Cataract removal. Uh, cataract, but that's for like a specific problem. The other one, um, no, the, the other one is like, um. Oh, LASIK. LASIK surgery. Yeah. I want that, but it's expensive. Yeah. Um, I think I, I would apparently be a very good candidate for LASIK. They said that to me, but I mean, we have the same prescriptions that make Uh sense. Well, just because my... So my eyesight got worse when I was a teenager and just after, but has been exactly the same since then. Yeah, mine's been pretty stable for the last like three or four years. It hasn't mm. changed. Um, so they said the same, but it, it's expensive, man. Yeah. And it, it's just like, it's so unlikely to go wrong. And like the places generally that you get LASIK, 
they it's like all they do every day. So mm-hmm. it's like a doctor that just does LASIK mm-hmm. all day, every day. And they, they do, you know, like 50 appointments a day. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because it's laser. Yeah. And it's fast. It takes like five minutes. Uh-huh. Um, but I, <laughs> laser you know, what's, you know, it's crazy. My parents uh, or my mom. Uh, got LASIK surgery done before they were using lasers for <gasps> it. Like motherfucker with a scalpel. Just like, because all they do is they, they like cut a layer off the front of your eye, basically. <sighs> and like she had it done in, with a scalpel I mean, in a is, surgery room. Is, is that, that is fucking like crazy? Hardcore. <laughs> I could not she, even like, imagine. see the that. scalpel coming at her eye. And she was like, Just I don't, stay I don't still. think she was awake. I think, yeah. <laughs> because Ugh. you would have to, no, actually, I think they have to put her asleep and they have to, because when they're like oh. poking at your eye, oh. you can't, you can't have a reaction to it. You All know? I can think of now, you know, that thing in Clockwork Orange where it's like the hook. Hook under the eyelids. Um, no, you you know you you're gonna love this then because we got a video of it. What? They that we had the video on VHS. What they, the hell? Because they taped it, and I guess they're just like, oh, what what the fuck are we gonna do with all these tapes? They would just give them to the patients. That's so weird. So, uh, <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what I actually wanted to talk about is, <laughs> did, did you know that uh, 70% of Chinese high school and college-aged kids need glasses? Yeah, that sounds about right. 70%. I mean, everyone in China wears glasses, don't That's they? That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can see just from, like, walking around that, mm. like, more people wear glasses here than than. In, in yeah. the U.S. I'd say more people wear glasses here than don't. Well, that stat says yes. Well, it, um, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, so it, it does get worse with time. So if you go back to primary school, it's something around 40%. Mm. Um, but this is, uh, this is getting worse and worse as time goes on. Um, so if you go back to, uh, 1920, which is like how, I I don't know that we can trust any statistics from 1920. Um, but apparently it was around one third of, uh, of people. And also like in the, how good were eye tests in the 1920s? (laughs) I I don't think mm. eye tests are very difficult. It's basically like which, which way is the E pointing? Yeah. (laughs) You guys do those in the UK also? No, we do not. We you, have really? Yeah, we have different letters, and you have to tell us which letter it is. Oh. So you're like A Z S. Oh, I've, I've had that one done too, but mm. the I I don't know why I remember the which way does the E point. That's what they do here. Is it upside down E to the left E to the right E? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean a lot of people who wear glasses. So my mum has really, 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 really terrible eyesight, like minus seven or something in each eye. Like she's blind as a bat, poor woman. Um, and she loves it because when she comes to China, she can get glasses here for like 300 right. kwai. And she's yeah, like, woohoo! Yeah, yeah. Because in England, they're like 300 pounds. Yeah. Um, um, more actually, I think. She pays like 600 quid for a pair of glasses in England, which yeah. is, imagine spending 6,000 renminbi yeah. on something that you absolutely 1,000% need. Yeah. But you're like, oh, like, there is no cheap way around it. So every time she comes to Shanghai, we go to the um, International Glasses City. Mm-hmm. Mall, which is amazing. If you yeah. haven't been, everyone should go. 
Um, and she buys like 10 pairs of glasses and has a whale of a time. And here they're like, oh no, that's like pretty average eyesight. Don't worry about it. She's like, what? Um, I just had an idea for a new segment, which, which is like, uh, I guess it doesn't make any sense during COVID, but we should have like a, like a stupid travel recommendation. (laughs) (laughs) International glasses city. (laughs) Um, uh, okay. We'll, we'll add that in next episode. Mm. Um, uh, but uh, did you know that also a lot of um, a lot of Chinese parents won't let their kids wear glasses because they think wearing them will make your eyes worse? I mean, that's just not true, is it? That's it's like a just myth. not true. Yeah. Um, cool. But just the, checking. But the, <laughs> so there are just loads of like really blind kids wandering uh, around, like walking into lampposts. <laughs> no, but like decades ago, they had to like do like a. What what are these like public information campaigns where yeah. like they went around to um, they went around to different areas like telling parents <laughs> that it's okay to let your kid wear glasses. The <laughs> the amount of misinformation available in China about health, you know, like you've got an ear infection, have some vitamin B. Um, do not wear glasses if you need glasses. Oh, I don't want to class that as in, as misinformation. It could uh, be that I just didn't fully. I mean, it's likely that I just didn't fully understand understand what they were what they were doing yeah maybe um but we'll see <laughs> we'll see um and uh yeah so i um i was reading up on like so this is this is honestly this is what spurred me to talk about this in the podcast is mm. i was like why why do so many uh why do so many chinese people wear glasses like is it just mm. genetic is it like uh, the answer is nobody really knows. Um, but, uh, I read a lot of stupid stuff along the way. Um, <laughs> well, <hey. laughs> um, uh, so, uh, China daily was offering, uh, China daily being the like official, I guess they're not the official. They're, they're one of the state owned, um, English language media in mm-hmm. China. Um, uh, they blamed uh, tablets and smartphones. Yep. Okay. I mean, yeah, but no, you'll get square eyes sat in front of that TV. <laughs> you'll get square eyes. Um, one one person uh, also directly blamed Tencent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, for uh, I don't know for making fun apps. I I guess. Um, uh, but basically they, they were all, they were all attributed to lifestyle choices. Um, uh, you know, literally talking about like zombie youngsters who are walking around with smartphones in front of their face. Yeah, but all the old people wear glasses too. Yeah. And everyone in the world uses fucking smartphones. Yeah, I wouldn't say that in China people use smartphones that much more than anywhere no, else. No, absolutely not. No, um, I'm just going to say that's bullshit. <laughs> Uh, uh, so, uh, I would say it's bullshit also, um, until I continued to read more studies, um, which, uh, so there was a study done in 2012, um, which correlated more time studying, more time reading and more time using devices, uh, to worse eyesight. So is like straining your eyes a real thing? I don't know. It was also um, uh, negatively correlated with spending time outdoors. 
Yeah. I mean, it just seems like people just have shit eyesight, regardless of whatever you do. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> uh, like, just keep your eyes shut? <laughs> Um, like if you, I think if you the, didn't the moral to there sounds, was to go was to go outside, yeah. Oh, I mean, I guess if you didn't listen to sounds ever, you'd have perfect hearing forever. But you also can't live. That's true. Well, you can live because deaf people live. But you know what I mean. <laughs> like to be able to hear and then not allow yourself to ever hear would mean that you needed to be in a soundproof room at all times, alone, yes. and never coughs. <laughs> Never <cough>. um, <laughs> um so the, uh I, have you ever seen i've i've never been in one but they i've seen like uh documentaries and stuff about these mega ultra soundproofed rooms um they're like uh basically they've found some padding um very dissimilar to what's on the wall behind me <laughs> um, <laughs> Like, uh, some kind of, some kind of very, uh, very like, uh, I mean, there's no other way to say it. Ultrasound proofing padding. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they make, they make an entire room out of it and you know, the doors and everything, everything so that there are literally no, um, no sounds coming in and out and people like you can hear your own heartbeat. That's amazing. And like you're, you're like hypersensitive to your own, um, uh, like hairs moving on your skin and yeah. all this, all this crazy stuff. Have you stuff. ever done one of the sensory deprivation tanks? No, I really want to. You should go. I actually think you'd really enjoy it. Um, Dude, I only want to because Joe Rogan like takes acid and do- and does the sensory <laughs> deprivation chambers. That might be a bit much. Um, <laughs> I went and I found weirdly, I found it a bit overwhelming, and because it's like the nothingness is overwhelming. Like you feel completely weightless did you do it here in shanghai yeah 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 okay. so asian um you feel completely weightless and you can't hear anything you can you sort of he- like you hear nothing but you hear nothing almost as if it was a thing it's it's very odd and you can't see anything um and then i got a bit too freaked out so i opted to have some like gentle lights on uh-huh. um but it's very cool were so you weren't on any hallucinogens at the time no kyle i was not that's too bad. Absolutely not. Were you listening to Joe Rogan? Also, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, an hour um, is a long time to just lie and feel nothing as well. I'll, I'll bet, yeah. Um, should we talk about the, um, I don't know what they're called, what the correct way of calling them is, the blind people bumpy bits on the pavement. Oh, sure, go ahead. Um, so, you know the, the bobbly bits on pavements, there's like a bumpy strip usually. Of course. Um, and they are for blind people so that you can feel them through your feet and you're like the if you have a stick, you can like feel them, and then to help you move around, generally a really good idea. For our non-British listeners, when she says pavement, she does not mean the general pavement, as in the, what you put on the road or use in other construction. She specifically means the curb, or the sidewalk. The sidewalk. What do you mean when you say pavement? Pavement is a material that you make things out of. I don't think so. Okay. Anyway, on the sidewalk, um, uh, but in Shanghai, they've sort of very half-heartedly given it a go. Uh, But if you pay attention, I don't think it's half-hearted at all. I would say almost every sidewalk has them. Next time, 
pay attention when you're going around and you'll see that sometimes they just like veer off into traffic. <laughs> no, they <laughs> Yes, don't. they do. Or they'll just randomly <laughs> stop. Um, on my street, there's one because there are trees on the, on the like planted into the sidewalk. Uh, there's <laughs> so it one goes of the right into the trees. It literally goes into a tree. Um, and, you know, they've done pretty well. I would say a solid 90% of the time. <laughs> but the other 10% is a real shit show. <laughs> Um, and there are a lot of people here with bad eyesight. Yeah. Um, I do see quite a few uh, blind people walking around Shanghai. Mm. I often actually see them in the road. Um, I mean, like like, every, like everyone else, because mm. when you're on the sidewalk, there are like... Too many obstacles. Yeah, there are like people driving and like people walking every direction. And, and scooters and, and bicycles. Yeah, and, and like, you know, every shop, had, like the fruit shop will just have like all its fruit crates out, out in front. Mm-hmm. And like if you pass somebody who's like a motorbike repair shop, they'll be doing it just on the, on the sidewalk yeah. right there. Um, so to avoid that, i I see people, um, walking like in the bike lane or in the road, but, yeah. but very tightly on the side with, the, with their cane, like um, tracing the curb. with their cr- cane tracing the curb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which actually seems like a much more reasonable solution, except that people have to walk in the road. Yeah. Which is not ideal and they cannot see oncoming traffic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, actually, I've, I've always been quite impressed with the, with the amount of, um, there must be a more formal word for those than the bumpy bits, than the bumpy bits. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> gonna... that sounds like a medical condition. Yeah. I'm going to say yes. I just don't know what it is apart from pavement bumpy bits. <laughs> Uh, that's like, uh, okay, never mind. Um, so, uh, yeah, anyway, there, so there are a lot of people who think that exposure to sunlight is good for your developing eyesight. Um, what, like staring into the sun? Yes, Claire, (laughs) staring into the sun. Come on, there's one. That's exactly what I mean. Staring into the sun. There's one fucking rule, Kyle. Don't (laughs) stare at the sun. (laughs) <laughs> no, I said exposure to sunlight, not fucking staring at the sun. <laughs> well, if you've been in a dark room for a week and you want to get it all at once, just going to have a quick blink at the sun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, the, only, the only proof of this um, is that uh, the need for glasses is less prevalent in low-income areas um, where people are less likely to spend time doing all the things I said before, need? reading and yeah. using devices. But and, is it need for glasses or is it access to eye tests and uh, glasses? Need, need for glasses. But how would you know if you people in very low-income areas aren't getting I eye tests? I think they tested people's eyesight for this for the study. Okay. I'm dubious. Um, okay. Sure. Do be away. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Uh, I've written down 80% Shanghai, but I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Let's guess. 80% of people in Shanghai wear glasses? Uh, that, uh, that seems high. <laughs> that, that can't be right. <laughs> that can't be right. Fully researched. <laughs> um uh, but they, uh, so this, this is in a different section of my notes. So a, a different, a different percentage <laughs> that could be about anything. <laughs> <laughs> no. So another study compared people from, uh, Singapore P 
people from China and people from Australia. Um, and the, uh, actually in Singapore, there are more glasses wearers, uh, than in China, but, uh, Australia had a very, very low percentage, like 3%. But it's so sunny. Yeah, that's the point. Oh, wait. I thought it was not sunny places. No. <laughs> no. Okay, so it's really sunny places. You have better eyesight. Okay, I'm not going to back up and, and re-edit <laughs> that entire conversation that we just had. So we'll correct it now for anyone who is confused. Sunlight exposure is good for your eyes. Okay, so dark places. So maybe in Finland or something or Iceland, they've got bad eyesight. Isn't that only half the year? I mean, there's still a lot of time where it's just perpetual night. But the night. other half the year, it's perpetual day. I think yeah, they have the point. same. I think they have the same amount of of of, day. Uh, of overall day that that we do in the rest of the world. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, and uh, the average of color blindness uh, is about the same. Oh, uh, do you know this is weird? When I was a kid, I used to really want to be colorblind. Um, I'm not. I feel like when I was a kid, I wanted to wear glasses really bad. And then when I became an adult, I didn't want to wear glasses ever. <laughs> yeah, you, you want what you can. I think, I mean, I wanted to be colorblind. So I think I wanted to be special and I wasn't. Um, and then you think glasses are cool until you've got to wear them all the time. <laughs> um, and whenever anyone says to me, I wish I wore glasses... I just act out lying on the sofa to watch TV. And then, you know, when your glasses like smash oh, up your head. Oh, that's the worst. And you're like, I hate my life. That's the worst. <laughs> I've always wanted a set of glasses that had the removable arms or whatever. Yeah. So that or whichever like side I was laying on, yeah. I could take it off goggles. <laughs> that, that would be how you do it. Just get prescription <laughs> swimming in goggles. Case, <laughs> in case you don't look stupid enough wearing glasses. <laughs> <laughs> prescription goggles. I mean, it would solve the problem. <laughs> uh, Have you seen that um, the bit of Notting Hill where he goes to the cinema wearing scuba diving goggles because he can't find his glasses? No. It's good. Um, and that is all the interesting <laughs> facts I have about eyesight and hearing. Do you know, I enjoyed this episode far more than I thought I would. Um, you know, uh, I probably should have told it when we we're at the, um, when we we're at the hearing section. Um, wait, have I told the story about Diplo concert here already? No. Um, okay. I actually, I, uh, I, I, uh, I'm trying to think how to say this not douchily. Um, I was interviewed recently <laughs> for an online publication. This is Kyle's music brag. music industry related publication, and <laughs> the interviewer asked me, "What's the most interesting concert experience you've ever had?" Please stop talking in that voice. <laughs> Please, dear God. <laughs> um. And, uh, so I, uh, this was probably about five years ago now. Mm. Um, I saw Diplo, uh, at a music festival and this was like at the, like the heyday of China music festivals where there were like EDM festivals oh, yeah. every fucking third I week. And because of work, I had to go to a million of them, but I really fucking wanted to see Diplo. Um, and like, I went to this, uh, festival just, just to see Diplo and, um, 
of course, like a, like a avid music festival goer about an hour before his set, I went to the main stage and started pushing to the front. Yeah. Um, and all like at this time, all the security at festivals like this was super hardcore. Um, so the, the crowd, like, it's not like what you see, like at the Coachella, uh, did you see the, the photos of Coachella a few weeks ago? I did not. Oh my God. Chicago, a hundred thousand people went to Coachella. Jesus. Um, they apparently had to be vaccinated or show a, uh, negative COVID test. Mm. Anyway, there were fucking a hundred thousand people at this festival. Um, and the pictures are just insane. Like it's just people push shoulder to shoulder, like yeah. the, you know, a hundred thousand people. Um, but like China has never allowed that at their no. festivals. So like usually there's a big row down the middle, um, where, where it's filled with security and fenced off. So, mm. so you have to be like on left stage or right stage. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a, there's a big hole in the middle. Um, but then among that, there are usually often more fences so that they can like restrict the flow, yeah. uh, going forwards and backwards. Um, so like I said, I pushed all the way to the front be well before his set. Um, but at some point right before the, the, uh, the headliners, they started restricting access to the front, uh, to the front section. Yeah. Um, but people come and go, right? So like people were leaving and going to other stages and stuff like that. So when Diplo came on, um, I was like, not by myself, but I was in a big section with like 12 other people, <laughs> literally like I could hold my arms out and not touch anybody. Like there, there was nobody around me. Yeah. Um, and I was right in front of like a full stack of subwoofers and <laughs> oh my God, it was amazing. Like he would do these, he would do these bass drops. I mean, like it's Diplo and he played a really good set, but like he would do these bass drops between songs that, that were just like, <gasps> Yeah, it was just like this. And it would like, dude, literally, it would like come into my head and you could just feel it go all the way down my body into the ground. It was it was absolutely incredible. It was the loudest thing I have ever experienced in my entire life. Um, and I'm I'm sure that I have permanent hearing, da hearing damage from that uh, from that festival. Was it worth it? Oh yeah, I'd do it again in a second. <laughs> You're like, fuck my ears. <laughs> do you know if the bass is too loud, you know when you can feel it vibrating through you? Yeah. It just makes me feel really sick and I want to go home. Oh my god, I love it. That's I, like, like the only reason feeling. to go to a festival. No. I mean, among like seeing bands and DJs that don't play at other events, but like, oh that 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 to me is like the true like concert experience that you'll never get from like a live stream or something like yeah. that is like something that is so fucking loud that you can't reproduce it anywhere else. Yeah. You feel it instead of hear it. Yeah. Oh, I crave it. Now it makes me feel a bit sick. <laughs> um, <laughs> there we go. You got anything else for uh, eyesight? I do not. Um, let's go, uh, to our last segment. Stupidest thing I've heard all week. Go ahead. 
Okay, this is the stupidest, stupidest thing I've heard all week. There is no room for bisexuals in fantasy, but I'm happy with dragons made of smoke. Is that somebody famous? <laughs> no, no. Just think about how stupid that is. There can't be bisexual people in fantasy, but dragons made of smoke are totally fine. Um, does it still breathe fire? The dragon. Why? We're not. That's not no, what we're the, focusing the bisexuals, on Claire. <laughs> I heard that and I didn't like argue. I just laughed so hard that the person talking to me just left. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't really want to know the conversation that led up to that or after. Um, so I, uh, mine is also um, somewhat feminine. Related? I don't. I don't what? Know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll have words after the podcast. Um, feminine related. What? Uh, fe- uh, I don't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to be on PC. I. I was just trying to make a connection. Okay. Um. So, uh, did you know that ancient Greeks thought that the womb could move around the body? <laughs> really. Really. Then were they confused about why babies always came out the same place? <laughs> um, no, actually. Uh, here's a quote from a Wired article from a few years ago. Um, the womb could head upward and downward and left and right to collide with the liver or spleen. Movements, argued Eretaeus, that manifest as various maladies in women. If it moved up, for instance, the womb caused sluggishness, lack of strength, and vertigo. And the woman is pained in the veins on each side of the head. (laughs) Should the womb descend, there would be a strong sense of choking, loss of speech, and sensibility. (laughs) And most dramatically, a very sudden, incredible death. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, the womb had a weakness. It delights also in fragrant smells, Arateus added, and advances towards them. And it has an aversion to fetid smells and flees from them. And yeah, you guessed it. To cure a wandering womb, physicians could lure it back into position with pleasant scents applied to the vagina or drive it away from the upper body and back down where it belongs by having the afflicted sniff foul scents. It just sounds like some freaky Greek dudes wanted to rub lavender oil on a woman's (laughs) hand. (laughs) oh perfect um awesome well this has been (laughs) what it's about with claire and kyle uh hit me with some credits claire you can find us on instagram at what it's about pod you can send us an email at what it's about pod at gmail.com you can oh you can check out our website www.whatitsabout.com www.whatitsabout.fun dot fun of course how silly of me <laughs> uh, music this week from Ashutosh Music Mativ and Whataboy our intro song is Retro Electro by Mario Cole and that's a motherfucking rap we'll see you next week folks woohoo Oh, Jesus fucking Christ, Kyle. (laughs) That was a very harsh reaction. Burping is the most disgusting thing. I pointed away from the microphone.
Hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> that upset me. This is a fucking shit show. I'm uh, so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a thousand degrees. Um, I don't have that much more to say on this, so let's just <laughs> let's just close it out, man.